Well, hey, girl, welcome to She's Doing Big Things. I'm your host, Alicia Lee, the original she, top income producer, freedom advocate, serial entrepreneur, winner of all the things, world traveler, and now digital nomad. I've lived my entire life feeling a little different, dreaming a little bigger, doing a little more, and believing I was destined to have it all. So I can imagine if you're here, you get it. You're a dreamer, a doer, an entrepreneur, so you're ready to set some big goals and smash them. So with that in mind, let's freaking get started. Well, hello, my CEOs and passive profiteers, and welcome to the first episode of December. Oh my gosh, I don't know about you all, but literally 2019, it feels like a blur. I literally feel like I blinked and it's gone. We're in the last 27 days of the month, year, and decade, which means we have 27 days left to rock it out and leave this freaking decade with a splash or a bang or a really loud noise and an emphasized act. I don't know. The real question here is, though, what are you going to do with it? How is your 2019 story going to end? I am so excited to find out and to talk about this episode. This episode is titled, The Six Mistakes You're Making If You're Not Making the Money You Want to Make, and I'll add, In Your Business. So I'm going to be really honest with you here since we're ending 2019 and the decade and the month and all of the things are colliding. Let's get really honest with ourselves. If you haven't made a decision prior to this moment to do something bigger, to set a goal, to make the most of these last days, or you aren't willing to make the decision right now and move forward through this episode to overcome the things that are blocking you from achieving it all, then you're making the decision to go into 2020 with the exact results you experienced in 2019. So if you're okay with that, and you're the person on the podcast who wants to shrug, walk away, hang your head low, and get complacent in 2020, then this episode might not be for you. We're going to hit some places hard because this is the episode for overcomers and the woman who wants to truly step up and become the CEO that she is destined to be. The one who makes quick decisions, who goes for the scarier option, who craves growth, and who wants to make 2020 the year that it can be. Because either way, You're making a decision. You're deciding to either accept less than you're capable of or go for more and to believe that it's possible. Because more, the next level, that is the next big thing. It's not five steps ahead. It's just one step ahead of where you are and that can be big. So if you're here, if you're ready Let's take a little trip down things I need to change so I can level up like a rock star, delegate like a boss, sell like a superstar, and show up like a CEO because owners make the moolah. Am I right? All right, so let's dive in. Here are the six key things that I have seen myself do, and now I fully recognize in clients when they're stuck, barred, or held back in these places. 
These are literally the straight jackets of your business. So if you are stuck, if you're stuck here and feeling a little cray cray, <laughs> girl, I get it. Let's take that straight jacket off and negate the need for Hal doll. Let's move forward in our business. So let's dive in. Number one, I think this is the best place to start actually. It's with your story. The good, the bad, the ugly, and the freaking real, raw, honest truth of where you've been and what you've done to get where you are now. So I know that your story can be a really weird thing to recollect and piece together and put in order so that it makes sense to another person, but I'll just tell you, it's literally vital to your success to understand it and tell it. Hell, I just got done with episode 13 and telling my story, so I fully relate to how complicated it can feel. Head back to mine, episode 13, and listen in if you're curious as to how I got to where I am and the things that I've overcome, and let's see where we connect and relate there. But since you're on this episode, let's finish this one first. Your story is your relatability, and Your relatability is your core. It's who you are to the depths of your soul. It's the heartbeat of your business, and it's what people want to hear and know in order to know that you're like them. A human who has been there, done that, who bleeds when bit, right? Like, they want to know. Your story makes you real. It also tells them that you're at least two steps ahead of them, that you're farther along, and thus that you can help them, right? So here's how you can best organize your story to help your ideal client or customer know that you're the person they relate to. First, you really want to set boundaries around the story so you don't veer off into areas that aren't pertinent or are not ideal to your listener. So ask questions like, why is this story being told? Where is my ideal client currently? And when was I there? This would be a good place to start the story or create a backstory to this point in your life. Another question, what are the baddies of the world that are working against me? Like, who was the antagonist back when you were where they were or where they are? Your ideal client or customer probably encounters these exact same barriers, so it would be good to know that you've overcome them or you've encountered them as well. Another question, what was I feeling when I wanted to move forward but I hadn't yet? Because your ideal client or customer probably has these same feelings currently and relating to them will be the way you create the solution to their pain points. Another one, what process or system did you utilize or create in order to overcome this place or space in your life? And I'll tell you, this is probably your signature system if you don't already know. You don't have to give them too much information, just your basic pillars of the system and what these mean for the client or for that future person. Lastly, what does it feel like on the other side? So this is where you get to create the bright sunny day on the other side of the storm cloud so that they can understand that there is hope for them as well. The person who is where you used to be, who is where you are now. 
Now, when you look back at your story, I want to make sure that you're authentic in telling it, that it feels really true to you, and that all parties involved are okay with you sharing it, or at least they've been given a fair warning, right? Now, get consistent with it. This is an area that I've struggled, and I'll tell you, it's always when I lose track of my ideal client, their needs, what they want, and I veer off into my own brain, basically the candy cane forest and the twirly-girly gumdrops for any elf fans out there. I watched it the other day, so I've got it on the brain. So when I get back on track and I get intentional with the purpose of the story, the post, or the conversation, then I remember it's not about me and it's fully about them and what I'm helping to solve. I used to feel really inauthentic in omission. So this has been another thing that I've worked through in telling my story. And so if you feel this way, I want to give you this tidbit that was given to me. Confused people do nothing. And you're literally changing their life with your service or product, right? So regardless of how good it feels to you to add in the fuzzy-wuzzy puppy that you got when you were six, whose name was Thor, which didn't fit his personality, and he wore a rosy collar, it's not going to help your client solve their money problems. Like, you can leave that out, because all it does is confuse them, and confused people do nothing. And we want them to do something, because we want to change their lives. Lastly, remember to tell your story more as you grow. New people will want to know you, and it's easy to assume that they do, but they're new, so they don't. So you get to be the person who remembers that they need to know that and retell it regularly. Now, you may want to pause this episode and replay that a few times to really work through and curate your story. When you finish, though, I want you to go to Instagram at She's Doing Big Things. And send me your story so I can, number one, get to know you, and number two, enter you in the 2020 She's Doing Big Things Storyteller Award for a $100 gift card to the vendor of your choice. Yes, girl, your story can win big money. All right. Now, welcome back. Let's keep this thing going, shall we? (laughs) Five more shifts to be had. Number two. You don't have a system. If you're not making the money you want to make in your business and you're doing all the squirrely things, you don't have a system. Or even worse, you've got a bunch of systems. They're costing you a lot of money. They don't connect. They're costing a lot of time. And you're living inside of them. P.S. Systems create a process for your clients and customers to be nurtured onboarded, served, and followed up with. They don't create chaos. And if you have chaos, girl, we gotta talk. So you have to find the people in order for the systems to be useful as well, right? So are you focusing in and on your systems or are you focusing on finding the people? And here's the thing, you can do both and you can have both, but I think the biggest point with creating a system is making sure that it's useful at the time when you actually need it. So if you're a new business owner, really basic systems are so essential. And this is the place where you don't know yet what you don't know yet. And you, if you're like I was, you can and will be sold on all of the things because it all sounds so amazing and intriguing. 
But let me tell you, after tens of thousands of dollars spent in all the wrong places, this is not the place to invest. It's not the place to go all big and shiny. This is the place where you get to stay and focus on what really matters. This is the time when it's most crucial to hire a coach, get clear on your vision, focus on what you really need, move through mindset barriers, and know what actually generates money. Because you did get into business to make some money, right? Like this isn't a hobby for you or you wouldn't be a CEO. So new biz babes, please hear me. Please, please. A plan will save you hundreds to thousands of dollars and countless hours of your life that you can never get back figuring it out on your own. So hire now, hire early, hire a coach before you think you need one. Because if you're new, I guarantee you, you need one because you don't even know if you really need one. I also did a podcast episode on this entitled, Do I Need a Business Coach? I believe it's episode eight. You can also check that out. The one time that I did not hire a coach, I'll tell you, I ended up $65,000 in debt. That sucked. The times I have had a coach or mentor, I've made hundreds of thousands of dollars. Pretty freaking big difference, right? Positive bank account or negative, you decide. Now, if you're an experienced business owner, but you've hit your plateau and you're ready to go six figures, which means 100K or beyond, then it's also time to get a plan. It's time to hire someone who can see the blind spots you're not seeing as you are staring intently down the road to big things. Because I guarantee you that you're doing too much. You could be working far less. You could be honing in more and you could be living while making more. Yeah, I said it. Hiring a coach at this stage is actually what allows you to truly step up to be the CEO rather than an employee to your business who's constantly working in it and on it. Because CEOs live, and they work less than 30 hours per week, period. The last thing I'll say about a plan or a system is the amount of confidence it gives you, the business owner, at every level. No matter where you're at or what you're making, a plan to reach the next big thing, the next big level, feels possible, doable, and inevitable as you grow into the vision that the plan creates. It gives clarity to where confusion used to live. It trades hustle for how-to. It replaces stress with strategy. It simply feels really freaking good. And I want that for everyone. I want that for you because I lived in a place of crying and overwhelm and underpaid because I didn't have a plan and I begged for one and didn't get it. So instead, I went out and created it. You don't have to do that. You get to hire and make it easy on yourself. All right, so on to number three. You are speaking to everyone. If you are not making money in your business or the money you want to be making, you're speaking to too many people. Now, this is a tricky one because I had a coach and a client who both spoke to the masses and hit 10K months. However, 
That is simply based on the fact that they had warmed up their audience in some way for what they would be doing. For instance, my client who did this was a previous business owner for years and then grew her coaching business quickly based on the fact that she was coaching within and on a business. So however, both of these people had a slowdown or will have a slowdown. It's a fact. Proven, tried, and true. The reasoning behind this is the ceiling and the burnout scale. What I mean by that is that you can only push against the ceiling for so long before you get tired and burnout and you give less energy towards scaling your business. Now, Where is your ceiling as a one-on-one coach marketing only to your warm audience or the continued gathering of a new warm audience? Now, I'll answer that. It's truly up to you. You really can build a business in this fashion. Hell, this is how people built them for decades before social media showed up and made it easier to market to a cold audience. But here's the thing. How long do you want to trade your time for dollars, your hours for income? So let's take a second to explain the difference between warm and cold audience. Warm means people who are close to you, know your heart, know how much you care, and how much you know, and they have that no love trust factor already built. Cold means that they do not know all of this. They will buy or hire you for different reasons. And the reason is usually that you solve their very specific pain point that they're yearning to escape from or pay to solve. Both warm and cold buy from you because you're you, but one already believes in you and the other needs to believe that you are the only person who can help them with their pointed problem. This means if you're not solving a very pointed problem, You are not the expert in their eyes. You are not the person they think of immediately when they want to solve their closet organization and clothes pairing dilemma as a colorblind female. You see what I did there? (laughs) That's pretty dang specific. And someone who has that problem knows 100% that you're the person to help them, curate outfits for them, and create an organized system so they don't feel ridiculous showing up with orange pants and a pink top. This is where you can take your expertise, create a high-end offer. I mean, really, seriously, who else is going to solve this painful situation for them? You are their expert. You are their guru. This is where you get to speak to this group of colorblind females, speak candidly and pointedly to them, and get hired immediately. Also, this is how you can take your knowledge into a cold market, online course world, automate it, create an income, helping people while preserving your time and living your life. So to wrap this one up, if you're serving everyone, you're serving no one. Because no one wants a jack of all trades who helps dogs stop barking and moms lose weight and teachers learn to create courses to help them with their wardrobe malfunction because of their color blindness. Think that through. Then ask yourself this as you think about niching down. You can go actually and listen to podcast episode 10, which is strangely numbered 11. Thank you, iTunes. It's all messed up. Ask yourself these simple questions as you niche down and decide. What could I talk about all day long? What am I really good at? What do people come to for me or ask me for or about? What do I really enjoy doing when I'm not at work? Who do I love to help? What is something I would show up for and do for free? Then 
pop down into the show notes and grab my $7 Nail Your Niche workbook. It's literally the best seven bucks you will ever spend and the only niche workbook you will ever need Hands down, guaranteed. And when you're done, make sure you let me know what you decided on and so we can talk about it. Because, girl, this is a passion project of mine. You don't have to talk to everyone. You don't have to please everyone. But you do have to solve a problem in order to get paid. All right. So I like to keep these episodes rather short. And so even though this is titled The Six Things You Get to Change in Order to Make More Money in Your Business or The Six Things You Can Change If You're Not Making the Money You Want to Make in Your Business, I'm going to leave you with these three. And next week, we're going to pick up the other three. So I'm giving you a little dun-dun-dun to be continued, right? All right, y'all. It has been an absolute pleasure joining you on these airwaves today. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. So CEOs, it's that time to say goodbye for another week. Let's go out into the world. Step into our power. Own our freaking schedules. Go bigger. Make bank. Live freer as the boss you were meant to be. And I'm going to add in this week, tell your story. Get a freaking system and stop speaking to everyone. Those three things will change your life. They will change your business, and it's time to go from busy to bank. All right, CEOs, have an amazing day. Talk to you next week. What is up, my darlings and doers? If you loved this podcast, please don't leave it behind. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button and do us a huge favor. Give us a quick rating. It not only helps me to know where you're listening, but it also helps the new listener to find this podcast and become the next doing success story. So with that, I'm off to do some big things or help one of my amazing clients get her doing list done. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next week.